Hello, everyone, and welcome to Storehouses, a weekly podcast brought to you by Trinity Baptist Church. My name is Ethan Getrost, and with us in the studio is somebody different, somebody who doesn't necessarily work for Trinity Baptist Church, although uh, he's been around for a long time now. Uh, Izzy Mendez. How's it going, man? It's going well, man. Pleasure to be here chatting about Scripture. That's right, man. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, as Ethan mentioned, my name's Izzy. I am the director of the Baptist Student Ministry at UTSA. Uh, so, doing collegiate ministry and getting to share the gospel with, with uh, students uh, from all walks of life, it's a, an incredible, really an incredible job. You know, there's 32,000 students at that campus, and uh, statistics tell us that there's probably 5% that are Christian. Wow. Uh, we have maybe 60 to 80 countries represented there. Wow. So, uh, every day, I get a chance to share the gospel with people who've never heard it before, and yeah. some that have, and some are opposed to it. <laughs> right, uh, of course. And there's some that, that receive it, and it's just an incredible thing to be a part of. That's awesome, man. There's, so there's a, a definite work that is happening and needing to happen on that campus, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you brought a scripture uh, for us to kind of walk through, um, just in a really interesting part of scripture yeah. um, from the book of Acts, Acts 20, 22 through 24. Why don't you go ahead and read that for us? Yeah, I'll read that. I'm reading the ESV, so those of you that are listening can follow along. But Acts chapter 20, 22 through 24 says this. It says, And now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there. Except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish the course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Man, this is an interesting passage found in kind of a scripture where Paul is kind of owning his death. Yeah. You know, he he's kind of just saying, listen, this is about to happen i'm about to die so here's kind of my farewell right you know and here's like i think throughout paul's ministry he was very aware of maybe pain and suffering and and here's kind of where he admits that it it wasn't for me to go through that stuff right it was for people to see god through that stuff and and it's a beautiful three verses you know um and, and so what about this passage are you passionate about, man? Why, why are we talking about this? Yeah, that's a, a great, great question. Uh, you know, this is actually right now, uh, you know, people tend to have like a life verse or a, a verse for their season yeah, of life. Right. Uh, this is kind of the thing that I've been coming back to okay. uh, in the ministry that I'm at. Uh, it's something that I've been sharing with our student leaders as well. Uh, because of this, like we're on a, on a college campus that is highly secular, you know, mm. um, every day we get opposition to the gospel, sure. you know, so there's people that you try and share with and they're like, man, we don't want to hear this. Uh, uh, some of our students are mocked. Some of them are, are you know, are, are told different things. Right. And, um, and so we kind of know what we're getting ourselves into, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah. we, we see that in this text. And I, and I think the more and more that I, that I study it, uh, Paul goes into what he's going into, knowing what awaits him. The mm. Spirit's revealed that to yeah, him. Yeah, right. You know, so he goes in spite of knowing the difficulty that lies ahead. And in fact, that's actually the only thing that's kind of assured. Right. Like, like, like hey, you're going, but you're going to face this. That's true. You're going to face this this imprisonment and aff- affliction, and and he goes anyway. Yeah. And so I think 
for me, I, I'm especially grateful for the life and ministry of, of Paul. Right. Um, one, because it's just incredible. Two, because it gives an, an example of how to live. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for me, whenever I was a college student, um, so I think in 2009, I wanted nothing to do with Jesus. Right. Uh, I was walking on the campus of Texas A&M Kingsville, and a guy named Mike Cervantes comes and invites me to a ministry, and I can't repeat what I told him. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> this is before Jesus. Uh, but I basically told him, I am not going to your ministry. Uh, in, in, in other words, you know, yeah. uh, I told him other things. <laughs> uh, but I remember just him caring for me and, and, mm. uh, and continue to invite me, and, yeah. and I showed up, and I never stopped going after that. Uh, I got to know Mike. I got to know his family. I got to know the students at the BSM. They shared the gospel with me. Yeah. They, they welcomed questions. And I would literally tell them, I think what you believe is, is the most ridiculous thing I've ever <laughs> yeah, heard. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not down with this. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd grown up in church, you know, and I was sure. and, and, and things like that. But um, I just, for me, it was just, this is not what I want to do. Mm. I was actively opposed to it. And then God just grabbed a hold of my heart. These people cared for me, and they knew every time they'd meet with me, I'd show up with questions. Yeah, right. Uh, I think this is dumb. I would, show, <laughs> I would have my remarks. But they did it lovingly. They, they cared for me anyway, and, and yeah. they knew they were going to experience opposition when they when they yeah. came to me. Yes. Uh, but they did it anyway. Right. And and I thank God for, you know, for the life and ministry of Paul um, because he's a model to the students like those that, that mm. ministered to me. And yeah. it gives me encouragement to know I'm doing the same thing now, wow. and and though opposition is you know expected, it is so worth it. Yes, uh, because one, God goes with us; two, it's for His honor and for His glory. And uh, for me, just this passage speaks to so much of man. Like this is what matters to me. Yeah, you know, is that I would testify to the glory of, of God. Yeah. That I would testify to the gospel that has saved me, mm. uh, and knowing. You know, that it has the power to save anyone and everyone that would receive it. Yeah. You know, I, I think for me, it's just the rejection's worth it. You yeah. know, and I think Paul knew that too. You yeah. Know? Uh, so much so that even uh, in Romans chapter 9, you know, this is a passage that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Yes. But I, but I do love that, that Paul says that he experiences deep anguish mm. uh, at the thought of, of his friends not knowing not Jesus. Christ. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and and I see we see the the love for the gospel that Paul has. You know, uh, he writes in, in Romans chapter one that he's not ashamed of it. Yeah. You know, for it is the power of God into salvation for anyone who would believe. Right. Uh, and so we just see this incredible passion uh, for it. You know, Acts twenty uh, is is this. You know, Paul is leaving Ephesus and he's going to to, to tell more people about mm-hmm. uh, Jesus and. Just a, a couple of chapters before this, he's the he's barely getting saved. You know, yeah. Acts chapter nine, right. he has this incredible road to Damascus. So it just kind of flipped the story a, yeah. a little bit further ahead. And the same guy who was putting people in prison and kind of signed off on Stephen's death in yeah. Acts chapter seven. Uh, you know, fast forward ten chapters, and he's like, "I'm about to experience <laughs> yeah. imprisonment right. and, and affliction." Yep. Um, but I consider my life of no value nor is precious to myself. If only I may finish the course of the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Man. What, how powerful is right. that? You know? And, and so for me, you know, the, back to the original question, like why is this a thing yeah. that, that's uh, a scripture that's with me? Uh, because it's a reminder, like this is, this is what I aspire to mm. that, that my life would not be 
of any value to me, mm. except that I would finish the, the ministry that God has given me, and that's to make much of him, to share the gospel with anyone and everyone that would listen. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. I, I think for me, um, kind of the most powerful uh, part of this passage is that last kind of phrase, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace, you know. Right. For me, there's so much in the gospel that's frightening, like, yeah, you know, absolutely. death on a cross, being a humble servant, all that kind of stuff is like, uh, uh, is that okay? Like, right. <laughs> uh, is that for me? Sounds like hard work. Um, but what doesn't sound like hard work is is grace. Right, absolutely. You know? and, and for me, man, testifying of God's grace, just the gospel in itself has so much hurt for Christ. You know, when we think about what Jesus went through, it brings hurt to a heart, or at least it should. It does in my heart. Yeah. Um, And so when I see this verse about the gospel of God's grace, I'm reminded, man, there was so much grace that came with what Christ did. Absolutely. You know, for my life, for for the people around me, that, man, I shouldn't shouldn't help but testify to that. Absolutely. You know, like Jeremiah where he's like, I've got this thing that's inside my bones and it's like a fire and I can't help but tell somebody about it. You know, I feel the same way uh, when thinking about the grace of God. You know, and for me, that that one part just really stands out. Uh, Another part that stands out is Paul again talks about racing. Like, I I don't know if he, you know, was a prophet for NASCAR <laughs> or, you know, what, what happened? I know that, you know, some, some theologians say that he, you know, was very physically capable and, right. you know, all that kind of stuff, which is, which is fine. But he, he brings in racing a lot. Galatians 5, 7, you know, you were running a good race, but who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? Right. Philippians three thirteen. you know, I press on towards the goal, which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All these things about, just running the good race. Absolutely. You know, and, and Paul just kind of breaks it down again, you know. If only I may finish the race and complete the task that Jesus has given me. There's just a significance of, of racing. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think what comes to mind when I think of race, you know, you think of obstacles, yeah. right? Uh, it's this understanding that it's not a... It's not just a destination thing. There's obstacles. There's a journey involved uh, right. in, in this you know, race that, that you're running with, with Jesus and, and for Jesus. You know, it's not just this, uh, okay, that's it, I'm done, I'm, I'm saved, and, and that's good. Although, yes, we are saved, and right. we don't have to work for our salvation. But you're right, like, it's this love that compels us to journey forward yeah. with, with Christ and for Christ. Uh, and, I, and I think that comes out in those passages that, that you just mentioned. You know, there's this ongoing journey that, that we're engaged in, uh, and it's filled with obstacles, yeah. it's filled with difficulties, right. and this is why he encourages us yeah. in, in, right. in running that way. You wow. know, and, and so for me, it's a great encouragement, uh, wow. even though you're going to face difficulties, yeah. for sure. That's right. And, and I feel, I don't know, there's something about a race, and... I, I don't run marathons. I never have. I, prob- I probably never will. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> but I know some people who are very involved in running marathons. And if you've ever run a marathon or, or if you ever have a chance to talk to somebody who runs marathons, ask them about the grossest stuff they've seen. Oh, absolutely. And if you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, uh, give it a Google, I guess. Um, but 
Just be careful. Just <laughs> be poop, aware. Poop happens. Yeah. Okay. It does. It, does. it just happens. And, and I think about running a race and man, sometimes it does get dirty. Yeah. And sometimes it does get hard, you know, and and, and back in middle school, you know, I used to participate in athletics and gym time and, and we used to run laps, you know, and even into high school and man, I just remember those times where I just felt like I, I'm going to throw it, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, or yeah. like I just can't keep going or I'm oh, going to pass absolutely. out. I need water, you know. Man, those times in our life happen, you know, and and the important thing is that we just keep pressing on, that we just keep running the race. And Paul is, if anybody can say, hey, keep going, it's Paul, right? Absolutely. I've never been to prison. Same. I don't have a thorn in my side. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very capable to share the gospel. And oftentimes, maybe I don't, Yeah. you know, and this, this passage is a challenge to me and to everyone who's a believer uh listen stuff's gonna get hard but walk in it because it's worth showing the glory uh, of god and paul kind of gives us insight into the warning that the spirit gives him you know like the dangers that await us right so it says i only know that in every city the holy spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me he says i only know (laughs) like this is the one thing i know for sure is that the Holy Spirit warns me that stuff's going to get real. That yeah. stuff's going to get hard. And so, man, why is it important for us to understand that? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's you know, it's something that I'm glad you brought that up. You know, it's not something that gets talked about a lot. Right. Right. Uh, we, in our American Christianity <laughs> kind of thing, tend to focus on, uh, you know, for lack of better words, easy believism, right? So okay. I, I'm... I'm a believer yep. and everything is, is good. Easy breezy. Right? Yeah. Uh, we put on a front, yep. you know, that's just the reality, you know, it, we, and, and, and I'll be very honest. We tend to do this a lot in ministry, yeah. right? Somebody asks you, Hey man, how, how's it going? Man, God is so good. You know, man, we're blessed. You know, like, <laughs> you know, we have these, these Christian cliches yeah. that, that we kind of spit off. Highly favored. Thinking, yeah. Highly favored. <laughs> hashtag that, yeah. you know, like, uh, and we have these cultural norms and, uh-huh. and, and phrases that we say, uh, that that put off this idea that following Jesus is actually easier than it really is. It's difficult, right? Uh, and and we see that. Like Paul gives us this warning. You know, he's he's saying like, hey, there's difficulty involved in this, and that's the only thing I know. Mm. You know about about my situation that I'm walking into. And so I think it's important for believers to understand that as we, you know, seek to honor God and in, in sharing the gospel with people, that we will face opposition. Not only because Paul endured it, but Jesus endured it himself. Yeah, and Jesus right. faced so much opposition in testifying uh, to who he was and, and, and things of that nature. And uh, and we will, we will find ourselves in that same situation. Maybe not, you know, we have, thank God that we're in the, the country that we're in and we have privileges and we have rights that, that at, at, at least at the moment, prohibit uh, imprisonment for sharing this. Right. Uh, but... Others don't have that luxury. That's true. And, and so there, this is very real to them. Yeah. Uh, that that following Jesus comes with a cost, uh, and it. But it's one that we go to gladly. Yeah. You know, again, it's not an op- obligation thing. It's it's not like I share the gospel because I have to. Right. Uh, but man, Paul is so compelled by the love of God and what he's experienced that he yeah. can't help but help testify to yeah, this. Right. Wow. Knowing very much, hey, these warnings, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it so that others can experience this freedom in Christ that I've experienced. Yeah. And, and so I think he gives those warnings. It's important for us to know 
one, so we know that we're what we're getting ourselves into. Yeah. But two, also understanding like, hey, this costs something, but it's worth it. Yeah. For sure. Wow. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Does our sharing of the gospel change uh, when we understand that our life is not our own? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it's one of those things where we uh, understand, too, like the gospel is ours to give away. Right. You know, like Jesus gave his life for it, and we should aspire to the same, aspire to do the same. Wow. Uh, but the reality is, if, if I'm honest with you, that's not always where I find myself. Yeah, absolutely. Man. You know, I'm I, right there with you. I, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I posted this on Facebook about a, a month ago, but I was doing a, I was getting ready to uh, preach a sermon on evangelism. You okay, know, the yeah. importance of evangelism. Uh, and I like to work out of coffee shops. I don't like being in the yeah. office all that much. And so <laughs> I have my headphones on. I'm I'm typing out my, my manuscript on this evangelism sermon. I have my Bible. I have like three commentaries stacked. <laughs> but I'm like sitting in the corner and I'm like, Lord, please don't let anybody bother me. Sure. Like I do not want to be interrupted. I'm purposefully... You know, you have your headphones on, but you're not listening to music. Right. You know, yep, yep. You know that kind of thing. And, yeah. and I'm just like, God... I'm doing this for you, you know, and and I, there's this guy that sits right next to me. There's empty empty places everywhere. All, everywhere. Sure. But this guy chooses to sit right next to yeah, me. Of course. And he keeps looking over at me, and he's looking at my stack of books, and, and I can tell like he's just waiting for me to take the headphones off. Yeah, sure. And I do not take that. This is a confessing moment. <laughs> I do not take my headphones off for two hours. <laughs> like I know, I know he's about to ask me something about the Bible. He's about to ask me something about Jesus, uh-huh. and I'm fighting God on this. Like God, I, not now. Yeah. I'm working on a sermon for you. Yeah. Uh, this is my time with you. Yeah. You know, you know. I, I, and and there's a there there's a moment where I'm just like. Okay, God, I'm just going to take it off and see what happens. And the moment that I do, he asks, hey, man, what are you reading? Uh, And I said, oh, man, I'm, you know, going through the Bible. I'm about to teach on on something tonight. And he's like, why do you believe what you believe? Mm. And and it's in that moment that God really just convicted me of like, man, this is this life is not your own. Your whole purpose is to make much of me. And you were ignoring that that calling of the moment. And for me, you know, I try to justify it with, well, I was working on a sermon. Yeah, of course. You know, but God's just like, I want you to live it out, though. Um, And by the grace of God, you know, that guy stayed there for two hours in spite of me being disobedient. And I got to share, you know, a little bit of the gospel with him. Wow. um, But, but, you know, this this is important for uh, for us to understand because we realize that that this life that has been given to us is basically on loan from God. and it's his to begin with it, yeah. you know, and, and, and again, it's, it's this, it's not an obligation. It's from this, this place of love that, that, man, why wouldn't I want to share this with somebody? I, I tell my students this all the time, like, uh, sharing the gospel with people is the most loving thing that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason why is because if we believe this book to be true, right, if we believe that what the gospel is and the message of the gospel, uh, what it says, we'd believe that, that this that following Jesus is 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 the only way. You know, it's through Christ that we find hope. It's through Christ that we find redemption. It's yeah. through Christ that we find forgiveness. And if we don't share that with people, and that's so unloving of right. us, yeah. right? To have that gift and not share it, and not share it yeah. with anybody. And that's sure. why I think this changes the game for us. Yeah, right. For sure. Man, I mean, just you wrap it up like a preacher, man. That was great. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know? That was good, man. And, and it's 
very evident in the way you live and, and just the stories that you've shared with me through just our friendship of you really live this out, man. I appreciate and, it. And it's awesome to, to know that the work at UTSA is led by you. You know, it's, a, it's just an honor to know you. And um, if you're listening, I challenge you to pray for Izzy. I challenge you to pray for his ministry at UTSA. I challenge you to pray for just the work that's happening on college campuses across America, uh, but specifically the one um, that you're next to. You know, and, and for us here in San Antonio, that's UIW, that's Trinity, that's, you know, all the Alamo colleges and UTSA and uh, A&M San Antonio and uh, just the different ones that exist uh, in our city, you know, and, and for Izzy to, to just come on the podcast and share, listen, this is like my life's work, you know. Uh, it should be an inspiration to all of us to just keep pressing on uh, through the difficult times. Um, so if you're listening and, and you have more questions about what we're talking about or, or if you want to participate in the conversation, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Storehouses uh, Trinity Baptist Church. Um, you can find me on Facebook, just Ethan Getros. You can find me on Instagram, same place. Uh, also, you can email me, email the show at Ethan at TrinityBaptist.org. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Israel Mendez. On uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's Israel Mendez TX. Okay. Um, find me on there. You can send an email, shoot some questions. I, I would love to if you have any. So. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, again, thank you for listening. <laughs>